Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friend. In today's episode, I have the amazing Kate Scudder here with me, who is an amazing, phenomenal business mentor. And in this episode, you are going to learn so many things. I cannot wait. So Kate is a high school teacher turned Forbes featured seven figure business coach for women entrepreneurs. She is also a TEDx speaker and host of the Born to Rise podcast, as well as an internationally recognized online business expert and a loving mama and wife. Kate's mission is to empower 10 million driven, bold-hearted women to uncover their zone of genius and use it to create a profitable, purpose-driven business that changes the world. Kate's work has been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, and Business Insider, among several other publications. You can find her inside of her free Facebook community called The Radiant Entrepreneur, where where she shares weekly free trainings and content for community of boss babe or you can find her on her website at katescudder.com. In this episode, Kate shares so many things specifically around developing an unshakable mindset as an entrepreneur and how to master the art of high-ticket, heart-centered, soul-centered sales. And it's super value-packed and inspiring, and I know is going to rock your world and really light a fire under your booty. So I'm super excited for you to dive in. And as always, make sure that you tag me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe when you listen. And if you are loving the podcast and getting so much value out of it, please leave some love by leaving a review on iTunes. All right. So without further ado, let's welcome Kate onto the show. Hello, Kate, and welcome to the show. I'm super pumped to have you here, fellow boss babe, passionista. I'm excited for you to share all your magic with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) So you also have a beautiful business supporting female entrepreneurs mostly in growing their business, getting their message out there, and really just being the boss babe of their life. And I'm curious what your journey has been like leading up to doing the work that you're doing today and deciding, what, deciding hey, I'm going to help spiritual or not spiritual or female entrepreneurs really do their thing. What led to that? Oh, such a good question. I mean, like, yeah, I can take you back. How back, how far back do you want to go? But, um, we can go to, you know, when I let's, let's start here. I grew up, um, 
in a household. My dad was an entrepreneur. Um, mom didn't work when I was little. And then, you know, was just constantly, someone was always working to keep, you know, keep things afloat, keep things going forward. I grew up as a really driven type A athlete. Um, I've been, you know, and from the earliest age, I've been being coached in athletics. It's actually what got me into school. I went to undergrad at Amherst College to play basketball. So it's like a random fact that people don't know about me. I'm like six feet tall and used to be a mega baller. So any of you listening want to shoot hoops and we're in the same town, send me a DM girl. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, But I, you know, when I graduated from school, I went right into a master's program um, in teaching. So my background, like academically and professionally is in the realm of education. And I've just been obsessed with, you know, what, how do we learn? How do we grow? How do we expand as human beings? Um, A big part of like my graduate thesis was on growth mindset stuff. So I've just been really in this realm of like expanding and development. And Um, But a really interesting thing happened. So as soon as I graduated, I went straight into teaching. I was teaching um, high school. Actually, I was teaching Spanish. And I was in like a dark night of the soul. I was so anxious. I was really battling with anxiety. Um, I still had an eating disorder that I, that started for me when I was in high school. Um, And I just, I felt a tremendous amount of pressure, a tremendous amount of anxiety, a, a big feeling of okay, I know I'm here to serve people, to lead, to be in the front of a room, to be facilitating spaces of learning and growth and transformation and change. But like, this isn't it. And you know, when you're in something and it's like kind of right, I mean, whether that's a relationship or a career and you're like, I could make this work. I could like force myself to be happy here. But if I'm listening to my soul, this isn't it. Mm -hmm. That was exactly the feeling that I had in teaching. And so Um, I, long story short, I ended up quitting that job and made space for the next thing. And that like terrifying gap between knowing that that wasn't the direction I wanted my life to go and, you know, having like a million dollar business, it was not just like, and then it all happened. No, it was years and years of not knowing. Um, and for me, it was several months later that I found a women's leadership. Uh, it was actually a 500 hour yoga teacher training. I'd already had my 200 hour training. I was really interested in, um, you know, somatic work and embodied leadership and feminine leadership. And there were a couple of teachers that I loved who were doing this training in Bali. And uh, I went, I went to Bali and I had this massively transformational month up in the mountains with a group of 20 other women. And uh, very shortly after that, like two days after the training ended, I had this like very eat, pray, lovey solo tour throughout uh, Southeast Asia planned. I met Toby, who is my husband. And uh, it's just, it was literally like, that's a whole other story I could tell you, but it was just the most crazy thing. And that brought me back to live in Bali. And it was when I moved back to Bali, not as a yogi and as a traveler, but to have as my new home base, that I really got opened up to the world of online entrepreneurship, personal branding, digital nomad life, and realized like, wait a minute, I'm allowed to like use my leadership gifts and transformational tools and my presence and my, the way that I communicate to like make money and to Mm. serve people. And it was very, uh, it was all very new to me. And I really stayed in a lot of imposter syndrome and self-doubt. And like, am I really allowed to do this? You know, all those familiar voices that we know and love, like, who am I to do this? Maybe I need more training. Maybe I need another degree. Um, You know, all of this stuff. And 
anyway, I finally ripped off the band-aid, started posting content in 2017, even to my audience, which I'm doing in air quotes right now, which was like my high school friends and my mom's best friend and my mom. Um, and, and, you know, stuck with that. And I had a lot of support in my corner. I've invested super heavily in myself from the very, very beginning. And um, it's just been a wild, a wild ride. In the first year, we scaled to the six figures. And now, you know, four, here we are four years later, literally almost exactly four years later. And, um, you know, we're just making such a bigger impact. And it's been, it's been a wild journey, but I wouldn't trade it for a thing. That is so awesome. And so in your first year, you hit six figures. Yes. Yeah. I actually, um, yeah, we did. It was, you know, and it's funny because I feel like that's a very Forbes actually picked that up. I had a feature in Forbes a little over like a year and a couple of months after my business, um, started and it's what people hear is like, wow, six figures in your first year. Like how incredible what they don't see is like, yeah, that's from the time that I was actually brave enough to put myself mm -hmm. out there. There was a year and a half between moving to Bali and the very, very end of 2015, early beginning of 2016. And in, you know, May of 2017, when I actually launched my business, there was a year and a half there of me wanting to like get started, but not feeling like I was smart enough mm. of me literally burning through my savings and having nothing left and leaving my engagement ring on my fian then fiance, now husband's table, like villa table in Bali and saying, I have to go back to the States. I'm going to get a waitressing job. I'm going to work in a nonprofit. I just, wow. I don't have any money. Like I can't, I can't do this. And then deciding Kate, like, you're running away because you're scared both of mm -hmm. your relationship and of putting yourself out there in business. And it's easier to quit and self-sabotage than it is to stay and stay yeah. in the comfort and in the mystery. I love that you just brought that up, um, that it's easier to self-sabotage and all that stuff than to just push through the fear usually. But there's the magic is on the other side of that. And I can relate to you so much because I tell people like the, my, my first year of uh, growing my community and kind of putting myself out there, I literally, I don't think I really made any offers that first year because I was nervous or I, I, I might've like done a little tiny, like trying thing, but not, it wasn't like, I wasn't fully all in on that, even though I was showing up and growing my audience and giving value. And for me as well, once I started like going all in, this is what I'm offering, this is the course I have, or this is how you can work with me, um, things really blew up. And it's it's cool hearing your piece of that as well, how it's like that imposter syndrome or that just being super nervous to like really go all out when you know you're capable of it, but... Totally. Yes. It's so true. And I love what you're saying as well. And it's, it's funny. We I'm leading a program right now that's called allow. And one of the massive things that we're talking about, a big theme of that, it's all around like mindset, money mindset, and a big theme that we're diving into is just this thing of like, when we're, when we don't have blocks up, whether it's to receiving love or success or money or all of it, you know, when we don't have a blockage blocking the way, it's so much easier for money to flow in. So I love that with your story, how, um, how, you know, in the first year you didn't, you weren't selling anything. So of course you weren't making any money, but when you then had something to sell, it's like, oh, right. Now the channels are open for cash to actually flow in. Mm -hmm. And with that, of course, I, I did have definitely had like money stuff come up and like the unworthiness or are people mm -hmm. actually going to pay me or are they going to be able to afford, you know, the, the, the things that most entrepreneurs need to work through, which is 
you know, how we end up being able to create a life and business that we love. So true. I love that so much. And so you work with a lot of, um, I'm sure you work with a lot of people at different stages of their journey as well. Um, How do you go about teaching them to develop the mindset to be able to not just achieve success, but to sustain the level of success and impact and abundance that they desire? Mm, It's such a good question. Um, So I think, I mean, the last word that you just said, I think is such a huge part of it. It's so much of it comes back to what do you want? What do you desire? How big do you want to go? How big do you want to go? How big do you want to go? And I think that for a lot of us, we're sort of taught as women, whether that was, you know, through a family system, whether that's just this cultural, you know, transmission that we have that um, we're allowed to want we're allowed to want a lot. We're allowed to be ambitious, but not too ambitious. Or we're allowed to want to go big, but not too big because then, and there's all of the conditioning, right? Then you might outshine someone else, or then you might make your mom feel bad because you make more money than she does, or then you might do this or that. And I think for a lot of women, the biggest thing about sustaining new levels of wealth, new levels of impact, new levels of expansion is about like recalibrating our nervous systems, recalibrating our beliefs, recalibrating our behaviors to know that the safe place is actually in that continued state of expansion. I think for a lot of us, we're taught and I see this happen because I work with a lot of high level women, experienced women in business, women who are already generating six, multiple six, some seven figures. And I see this as a theme that comes up for women, especially like later on in business. It's like, I've achieved a certain level, but what if it all goes away Mm. or what if it all disappears or what if I actually don't know what I'm doing and I just crash this thing into the ground, right? It's like this feeling of, oh shit, I'm driving the bus, but like, what if I freak out and crash it into a tree? And I think that so much at the, in business, Business is, is about mindset, is about energy, is about focus, and is about feeling state. And I think when we can return that energy of focus, that energy of, you know, heart-centered desire back to what we actually want, as opposed to fixating it on the worst case scenario that we don't want. I mean, we've all heard the phrase, you know, attention goes where energy flows. And it's like, if we're thinking about what we don't want, we're much more likely to go there if we're focusing on what we do want. And I think the other thing here, Stephanie, is like remembering that we have what we need, all of us inside of us to figure it out at every single stage along the way. I think so that's key. the biggest thing about normalizing, like continually going to your next level, no matter what that is, is like remembering that of course it feels edgy of course it feels new of course you're pioneering a new space because you're literally cracking open into a place you've never been but it's not actually about needing or requiring a certainty a promissory note from the universe that that you can see exactly what's going to happen it's about remembering actually i carry everything inside me that i need to be able to figure this out Mm, i love that because we are all resourceful af and it's like so important to remember that and that's been a big game changer for me just reminding reminding myself in that in that way that's like the way that i phrase it is like i am resourceful i know my shit i know like everything always ends up working out and just like having those reminders is huge it's so uh, interesting how you know and i think it's cool that we're talking about this because 
that you noted, like people that you're working with that are at the six and seven figure mark. And I've worked with people too, that are, you know, and I guess further along stage of their business, of their journey and stuff still comes up and it's, it's oh, just yeah. like new, totally. level, new level, new devil. I would love to hear a little bit more about that and what you've seen and maybe, you know, for people listening that can support them in continuing to up level and knowing that <laughs> things are still going to come up and totally i know i hope i'm i'm like I'm shouting it from maybe a little bit further ahead on the track it's not gonna it's not gonna go away there's no like arrival i mean similarly i know we were jamming um when you were a guest on my podcast last week stephanie and we're talking about like the spiritual journey and i mean the how much is you know entrepreneurship like the big, biggest ayahuasca trip of life. It's like, it's all such a mirror. It's so blended. It's so, it's such a spiritual journey being an entrepreneur. And um, yes, it's absolutely true that the higher that you rise, the more important actually the inner work becomes. It's not that you outgrow needing to do it. It's that it actually becomes more essential and more essential. Um, so yeah, I mean, a couple of things that I think I see happening and I know even like for myself, um, I had a really big moment last year. So my daughter, Ella, is seven months old. And at the end of um, 2020, well, actually at the beginning of 2020, when I found out I was pregnant, I freaked out. I was like so nervous that Mm. I was just going to have to dissolve my whole business, that there was no possible way that I'd be able to do both. And I I see that for a lot of women, whether it's that they're growing and then they decide they want to have a family or they they decide they want to move and the time zone is going to be totally different, or they decide that they don't actually love what they're doing anymore. And they want to go in a different direction. Um, This fear of, am I allowed to change? Am I allowed to grow? Am I allowed to expand? Am I allowed to bring you know, my identity to this kind of new level and sustain my business at the same time. And so that was like a big mindset thing for me. And um, I think one of the most important things about getting through that is not making ourselves wrong, resisting the temptation to make ourselves wrong at every single turn. Um, You know, it's funny, like I remember saying to one of my mentors, like I've built the wrong business. I still, you know, I have very high touch programs. I do private coaching. I have high touch masterminds. I should just have a products business. Like Mm -hmm. this is just all wrong. And, um, and I think that, you know, when we stop seeing results or we, we really like run the risk of messing things up is when we get in our own way, get in our own heads, tell ourselves that it's going to be impossible. Like I know for me and for this experience, when I worked to the other side of that and was like, okay, that's how it feels right now. But what if that's not true? What if, you know, I get to raise my rates in a way that, you know, makes the time that I'm showing up for really worth it and scalable and make these adjustments to my business model and whatever, like, what if I do that and just play all out? And, you know, and that has been just utterly and completely transformative. It was such a such a massive reminder because right at the end of 2020, well, actually like end of Q3 of 2020, beginning of Q4, we had a half a million dollar launch. Literally, I was like in week 41 of my pregnancy. And that was a reminder of, and I I was like working, I was like barely working. I was just live streaming and riffing and like 
just doing it in the, in this way of ease. And had I, but this is the point in the illustration of this mindset thing. Like, had I told myself, Kate, you're selling the wrong thing. You're doing this the wrong way. You shouldn't be doing this. You're like 41 weeks pregnant. Your water's going to break on a live stream. What are you doing? Like, just don't do it this way. Don't do it this way. That's the wrong way. Um, you know, you can't, you can't do it like this. Had I listened to all of those voices, we wouldn't have had that launch. I wouldn't have these incredible women that I'm able to support. I would probably feel a ton of self-doubt. And so I think like just trusting yourself at every single phase and every single stage of entrepreneurship is the most important thing. If you can, no matter the insecurity, self-doubt, uncertainty, because all of it's going to come up the, the higher you rise. Like if we can just remember to anchor back into trusting ourselves, trusting our ability, trusting our capacity, trusting our intuition. Like it's not going to lead us wrong. Ah, oh, I love, love, love that. Trusting yourself is key. And I mean, there's, there's so many things that I want to touch on or want to open up <laughs> from that. That was really, um, a big thing for me as well. Like just leaning into trusting myself and also trusting my own process. I see a lot of people go into the shoulds and the, I need to do it this way, or I used to do things this way. I should still do it this way, even though it's not feeling the most aligned and easeful way of doing it. Um, and I know I could speak for myself and a lot of my clients who've, I've invited them to think about, well, what would it look like if it was more fun and easy for you? And let's lean into that. Because when mm. I leaned into that, when I, and I, I still ask myself that question, whenever I feel like I'm getting into a little bit of resistance mode, I, I go back to that question and it snaps me right back of, okay, how would this feel? What would this look like? What would I do? How would I show up if it were fun and easy? Or what would be the most fun and easeful way of doing this? Um, and it, it changed the game for me and for many of my clients. And it does require a lot of trust. Totally. And, and that, I love that. Oh, I love yeah. that so much. I was just going to say, like, I think about, um, yeah, I think about, you know, it's so, it always is so interesting. I'm sure you've had this experience as well, but like, you know, when you get on a coaching call or you start working with somebody and it's like, you can feel they're like, all right, I want to dive into the strategy. I want to like <laughs> break down this game plan. I want to make sure that I've got all the pieces and mm -hmm. you can feel just on an intuitive level that it's, they actually don't need the strategy at all. Mm -hmm. It's totally energetic. It's not about the steps. It's about the frequency with which those steps are being executed. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, right. Like I'm putting vibrations of pressure and self-doubt and comparison mm -hmm. and all of this stuff on it. So it's like, honey, it's not going like posting three times or posting five live streaming on Tuesdays or on Fridays. Mm -hmm. That's going to make or break this thing. It's like, how are you being yeah. and how are people feeling in your presence? Because that is either the magnetic force that attracts or the magnetic force that repels. Yes. And that's something that I have been super passionate about sharing and teaching ever since like, I really realized that and uncovered it and tried it for myself. And I've had, I, there was one client I was working with and she was very adamant about doing her evergreen offer in a certain way and this, that, and the other. And she was a, a way more experienced, like has been doing things for years and already had six figure business and everything. But she was like really having trouble with that. And I 
just like guided her into that process of, okay, it's not about the strategy. What, what, how would you do it if, if you could do it whatever way you fucking wanted to? And then I started to, she had trouble leaning into that at first. Totally. Once she did. It feels like, oh, I'm breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once she did, she sold out her launch. It, It felt amazing. And it was just so cool to, to see her really lean into that, especially after you're used to doing things for a while. And they don't work totally. as well. I love that. I, I was just having this conversation in one of my masterminds this week. It's like we learn the rules so that we can master the rules and then we can break the rules. I love that. I want to hear more about your the your five hundred thousand dollar launch you said that was useful. Yeah, it was five it was like, what it was, was that quiet. like for you? And like yeah, how did you show up when that was going on? Like, did you have a certain kind of like practice or mindset frame that you were in? Like, what kind of offer was it? I'm curious. Totally. Um, yes, it was a high ticket mastermind, so a twenty five thousand dollar year long mastermind. Nice. Um, and with space for twenty women in it. Um, and one of the women in it is uh, and and there was like a big. So I'll, I'm happy to like open book all the things. Um, there was a early bird pricing of 20K if they signed on like in September, um, August or September. The mastermind started in January, but there was like a really deep discount. So that was 20K. And then there was like an enrollment window where people could get in for 22.5 and then a time for people to get in at 25. Um, and one of the women inside of it is one of my, she was my first um, private client at my $100,000 a year price point. So all of that revenue totaled in together. Um, it was her plus 20 women. It was a $512,000. Wow. So awesome. And so thank you so much. And, um, but I mean, I'm going to be real with you. Like if you had told me that was going to happen and like at the freaking end of my pregnancy, <laughs> no joke, I would have been like, oh, great joke. That's hilarious. Tell it again. Um, but I, it was such a powerful thing. And you know, like, I feel like this is such a, such a beautiful reminder of the power of having like expanders in your life. Um, I have, you know, really powerful mentors and mentorship. And I remember speaking with one of my mentors at that time. And then Toby, my husband, you know, we bounce about all things business. He's got his own thing, but we always jam on like high level strategy stuff in my business. And I remember him saying to me, because my private coaching at the time, um, like in the, in the middle and like the, yeah, three quarters of the, through the year last year was at, uh, 48,000 for six months. And I remember him being like, Kate, you need to, oh, sorry, 48. Is that right? 48. No, 48 for the year, 24, 24 for six months. Yeah. And so 48 for the year. And I remember him saying to me, you need to up your price to hundred K for the year. And I was like, who do you think I am? Tony Rob. And I just was like, I know, babe, I can't do that. I'm not allowed, blah, blah, blah. I'm not blah, blah, blah. And he was like, look, you're saying to me all the time, you want to be really present postpartum. Like you, because I had a full client roster at the rates that I had. And I knew that if I kept the channel open at that space, I was just going to be I was going to be working in a way that didn't feel good and it didn't fit where I wanted to go. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to do this thing that is terrifying to me. And I kid you not, Stephanie, and this was just like so much momentum going into that launch. Um, within the two weeks, no posting about it, no talking about it. I had a a woman who was in one of my group programs reach out and say, I'm, I'm like, so ready to go. I'm ready to go at that investment. Like I'm like, will you have me basically? And I was like, of course you're like amazing. And, um, and it was just such an activating moment for me to realize like, 
actually nothing is impossible, like everything. And not just like I could find someone at that level, but like a soul aligned client who I Mm -hmm. like love and love to serve and feel energized serving. And, um, and then moving into the launch, like, yeah, going into for my strategy junkies here, um, we had, we, I really wanted to sell pre-sell. And this again was like giving myself permission to break the rules. I teach launching, I teach launch runway, I teach all of those things. And I was like, I'm going to break my own rules here. I'm going to start selling a program that doesn't start till January in August, because I'm going on maternity leave mm. at the end of September and October. And so I priced the mastermind in such a way that I was still happy to knock 5k off the price point and um, add in some juicy support in like November and December and some bonus layers. Basically, I made an irresistible no-brainer offer, pre-sold that offer, um, had discovery calls, sales calls, whatever, pre-qualified applicants and just started welcoming beautiful women into the container. And so like from a mind, that's like the strategy set up. And from a mindset set up, I was just like, continue because I had all the fear. Right. And it felt like, frankly, the stakes were really high. If I didn't have a great launch, um, if I didn't, you know, secure revenue, recurring revenue for this year, like that could have put pressure on me as a brand new mom, blah, blah, blah. But you know, I just kind of like what I was saying before, like, I made sure that mentally, whatever that practice was, whether that was, you know, bouncing on my birth ball to like meditation music, whether that was walking on the beach and like listening to a podcast, whether that was journaling, you know, in bed with my tea in the morning, I was just like anchoring into the knowing. And here's the thing, not just like, I can do this, I can do this, or I am doing this, I am doing this, but the gratitude, like, I think I was saying this on another interview recently, like, I think the thing about mindset where it feels like I'm not doing it right, or I'm, I don't know if this is it. It's like when, when it feels like that, I think we can almost be certain that it's, it's staying too cerebral and it's not getting into the heart space, into the, Mm -hmm. the, 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 you know, the, the feeling center of our being. And when, so I, I just made it my job quite literally my job to cultivate not only the feeling of certainty, even before the certainty was there, but the feeling of gratitude, the feeling of being so grateful and overjoyed to be able to serve these 20 exquisite women, the feeling of gratitude of having a beautiful full container that I just couldn't wait to pour my heart into and serve, Um, the feeling of gratitude for that ease and that abundance. And because that was like where my dial was set to, it made actually executing and showing up to talk about it and live streaming about it and then sharing like as women started to join again, that's like part energy, part strategy, but I think that's social proof and, and sharing like, Hey, this is a party. Like people are coming in. Do you want to be here? Because I cannot wait to welcome you in. Like that just, it just grew and grew and grew. And we were like two thirds full by the time, you know, by the time I even, um, but by the time Ella arrived, like I had a, in the last month of my pregnancy was a $300,000 sales month. And it was That's just so like, awesome. it was like, and that really just set the tone for me this year of like, anything is possible. Don't, don't hold yourself back. Don't place any limits on yourself. That is so awesome. And so inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, thank you for, for asking. I appreciate the opportunity to share. Yeah. And it's definitely energy and strategy. Yes. And I love how you broke your own rules. 
Totally. I was like, normally we do like an eight week runway and a bloody, bloody, blah. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that right now because I couldn't, right. I wasn't about to like plan a freaking hype event two weeks postpartum, like hell to the no, you know, I was like, so how can I make this? And this is the other thing. And again, it's totally equal parts energy and strategy. Um, it was like, how can I make this easeful and fun for me, but also like an easeful and fun yes for my ideal clients, right? Mm. How can I make this just like an irresistible no brainer? Oh my gosh, I feel so turned on by this um, offer. And I think that when we are, you know, operating in, in both, and again, for me, it was like not putting a pressurizing timeline. I knew if I had to like you know, get, sell 20 spots or find, you know, fill 20 spots in two weeks, that would have put a lot of pressure on me. So I gave myself Mm -hmm. a nice spacious runway and I had all the like mental doubts of like, can you really pre-sell a, you know, $25,000 offer like four months in advance? Is that a thing? Mm. Um, and it's so ironic because I literally at the, at the end of last year, I joined a $28,000 mastermind that didn't start until May. So it was like half a year later and it was just like, so I'm just getting that evidence in both ways, right? Both like yeah. being a, a facilitator and being a, an, a participant. Like it's you, people say yes to what they feel aligned with. So totally. don't, the, the moral of the story there is like, don't write. And I see this happen all the time with clients is we write so many narratives and superimpose mm-hmm. them on people about how no one's going to want to buy it, how our price is too high, how they're not mm-hmm. going to want to wait for us. Like, no lies, not, none of it's true. And so how would you show up if you knew that that wasn't true? Mm. I beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And you help people a lot with mastering like higher ticket sales, right? Yes, totally. And I think, you know, again, I just love that we just keep coming back to, you know, energy strategy. I think a really big part of calibrating to the frequency and being in integrity and feeling like a match for, you know, whatever that number is, whether that's a $10,000 offer, whether that's a $100,000 offer, like, can you stand in the value that you provide in the, in the trend, not just like the, the features and the breakdown and the Voxer and the zoom, but like the, the energetic container that you hold for somebody. And, um, you know, I always love like sharing this, like when, when people are like, Oh, it's too expensive. I'm like, yo, Tiffany sells a freaking paperclip for $2,000. <laughs> like you can, you can charge whatever the hell you want. It's not actually about too much, too little. Like you are the perfect price point for the, the, like a, a specific kind of client. And, you know, I think from the strategy perspective, then if you have multiple offers in your offer suite, anything that is like semi-private or private, that needs to be priced at your highest level because that is your time, your energy, your frequency, the sum total of the collection of every skill set, gift, tool that you have cultivated, invested in, and developed over the course of your lifetime. Tell me Mm -hmm. again why you're not worth those high ticket prices. Yeah, I could go all day about this. Oh my God. I love you so much. (laughs) Preach it. (laughs) Preach it. Um, so the, like when you're, when you're teaching people high ticket heart centered sales, like what's like, what's like the, like the one biggest, I guess, go like golden nugget, like thing. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, oh, that's a really, 
I'm like, oh, I want if to you the can, right I yeah, totally. Uh-huh. I think um, the biggest thing that I want to say is like, stand in your power. Mm-hmm. Stand in your power. It's not about um, it, because listen, like I like I just said, I, and I shared my my private coaching for the year is a hundred thousand dollar investment. It is absolutely not for everybody. But like, hello, four years ago, I was charging four hundred dollars a month for private coaching. Wow, not eight thousand three hundred thirty three dollars a month, four hundred dollars a month. <laughs> and so, you know, it's not about. Um, it's not about like feeling like, Oh, I need to go all out. And I need to, I need to just like do this right now. It's about calibrating your nervous system, your energy to a number and serving people really well. And in strategically and energetically increasing that capacity, increasing that price point as you grow and as you scale. And so, but the biggest thing is like, whatever that number is, because I will tell you, Stephanie, like every time I raise my rates, whether it was going from $400 a month to $500 a month, $500 a month to $1,500 a month. I thought I was going to die. I remember then changing my prices from 4,500 for three months to like 7,000 to to three months and then doing 15,000. And I was like, Oh my God, no one's going to buy. Like, I just need to start Googling waitress job. Like I can't do this. No one's wow. going to pay for it. At every single stage, I will be totally real with you. I have questioned if anyone's going to come, if anyone's going to want that, if anyone's going to be there. But you know what? Like moving through that, letting the imposter syndrome, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, just kind of wash through you, then return back to your power. And an exercise that I love to give clients to do when they're like, leading, leaning into that edge of their own, um, you know, pricing their, their services higher is to look at everything that they have invested in every skill, like from the hundreds of thousands of dollars for some people of like college tuition to if they have it like graduate school or yoga trainings, spiritual experiences, retreats, like continuing education, coaching investments, um, all of the things that you have done, the, the sum total of your professional learned academic life experiences. It is actually priceless. It's actually, it's Mm -hmm. probably hundreds of thousands of dollars worth Mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, credibility and, you know, why not you? And people are looking to invest in containers where, and this, I love this analogy where you can feel the other person's, the coach's, competency yes but also their confidence and i love thinking about you know if you're like gonna have open heart surgery with a surgeon yes you want to know that they're they're competent and trained and experienced and whatever but like somebody could be from freaking harvard medical school and be the best doc in the world and if they're not making eye contact with you if they make you feel really rushed my guess is you're not going to feel really great going under the knife. You know, same thing when our people are investing high ticket, it's like, yes, make sure that you're in integrity and are really freaking good at what you do. And Mm -hmm. like, it's so much more about the space that you hold and your trust in yourself. That theme just keeps coming back. Like that is what calibrates you to the frequency and, and as, and makes you a match for the high ticket investment that you're charging. Mm, I love that you combine the the energetics and the strategy pieces and like the way that you share things because it's totally key. Yeah, for sure. And so good. I feel like we can go on for so long about this. This I know. I love this topic because I think it's so important, especially as, you know, as people are growing on their entrepreneurial journey and really wanting to 
step into a, or play bigger essentially yes. and, and level up in a way that um, allows them to receive bigger for their sacred work and really own their gifts in a whole new way. And so this topic is like, really powerful and vital. And, and like, totally. I really appreciate this whole conversation because oh my gosh, I think, I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah I, I just want to say one other thing about that. I think something that you just said really like struck this in my mind. I think the biggest thing, especially for, I know this community, your beautiful community stuff that you've built is of spiritual entrepreneurs. And I think, you know, this is true in spirituality. It's true in our personal development work. And it is absolutely true in business that like we are constantly being reflected back images of our own inner world, right? And so if we are doing the thing, doing the scary thing, enacting and investing in the case of entrepreneurship, like to the degree, if we are showing the universe, like putting our money where our mouth is, putting mm -hmm. our own actions where, and, and giving in the way that we want to receive, like we are going to be a match so much faster. And I will say, like, I think one of the things that makes this, you know, this integral high ticket sales high ticket investing like really deep in my bones is I have been doing this going first being mm -hmm. in the discomfort being in the extraordinary risk for years like when I quit my full-time job um, which I got in Bali after like that nearly leaving my husband thing I'm like I need to get a job I need to figure it out so I was you know doing writing user manuals for a software company to in order to have money to be able to invest in my business and started things off went really well um, matched my corporate salary I was making like five thousand dollars a month and I'm like all right I need to quit and I quit and literally two weeks later I put a fifteen thousand dollar coaching package which for me at that time was like so much. It was a huge chunk of my savings. And I was like, but I put it in full because into a, into a high ticket business coach who was at a place that I wanted to get to. And I think that when we act boldly, when we back ourselves, when we invest in high ticket from the place of where I'm growing and going into, not the fear place or the, the place I'm at now, but when we invest like our next level selves, that's when we can collapse time and calibrate to that next level place and where it feels like so in integrity and aligned to charge, um, you know, and, and, and stand in our power in higher ticket prices. Yes, 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 yes. I, yeah, I talk about that a lot of going there first. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's essentially going there first, not just with your investment, but you can relate this to any area of life of like how you want to be treated, how you want to receive your clients, like going there first in the way that you are showing up for your business, for your relationships, whatever. A hundred percent. So good. Well, thank you so much, Kate, oh, for sharing all so of this. Thank you so much for having me. I just love you so much. And I'm so grateful you. we connected. This is so me awesome. Too. I We're know. It feels like such a treat. And it's like been so divinely orchestrated. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. This is why podcasting is the best. It's I like know. You get to meet the coolest people. That's my favorite part of it, for sure. For sure. So where can people find you and learn more about like what you have to offer, get plugged into your community? For sure. Oh, um, so you can check me out. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where I love to hang out. Um, I'm just at Kate Scudder, um, C-A-I-T-S-C-U-D-D-E-R. Um, you can check out my website, which is kate.co, C-A-I-T.co. Um, I also have a podcast and you can listen to the amazing Stephanie on there. Um, mm -hmm. It's called the Born to Rise podcast. So 
iTunes um, or Apple and uh, Spotify. Um, where else am I hanging out? Oh, I also have a Facebook group called The Radiant Entrepreneur. We've got about 5,000 women in there and it's just a really fun, fun space to hang out. But Insta is definitely a great place to start. Sweet. I will leave all of those links in the show notes as well. So everyone listening, make sure you go check that out and also tag us on Instagram when you listen. We would love to say hi. Yes, would love that. Thanks so much for having me, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.